Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast. Good to be chatting with you guys. I just got off a sales blitz, uh, finishing up a lot of it. But anytime you really just throw your hat in and go all in in a sales blitz, there's so much you learn. And I uh, had a really good friend of mine, Jason, out. And he it was it was his first time out knocking doors. And it was really cool to like take his perspective and hear his feedback on what he was learning. And I think over the next couple of days, I'll be able to create some really good content for people out there that are just especially new in sales or if you're managing salespeople to get their perspective because I've been in it for five years now and there's a lot of things that I know I remember. I, I know and they like when we brought it up, I was like, oh, I remember that feeling. But you just forget because you just get in the grind and like it just kind of becomes second nature or muscle memory, you know. It's probably like I remember when I was doing sports growing up, there, eventually like you do something so long that you forget how you learned, you learned how you did it. You know, like I did archer growing up and it was just it always like I shot my bow since I was three years old and it just comes so natural to me that I forget that like for someone new, that's a new technique, a new like skill set, you know, so it's good to like go back and get a refresher. But one of the things that he mentioned that, that was um, a surprise to him actually was he said that the, the it seems like the process to get good at sales and make an income is very straightforward. But he kept on saying how hard the psychology was of it. I remember like going out to area every day and like when we started like actually driving into the neighborhood, he'd be like, just, just stop talking and let me get my headspace. And I'm like, what do you mean get your headspace? And I was like, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember going out to area and like you get a little nervous, you know, especially when you go out and knock doors and um, there's this inter- and there's this interesting place your head goes in of like, what if like I'm doing something very like foreign and I got to go meet new people and what's going to happen, right? And for us experienced door knockers, we're just like, yeah, that's what happens. You just go out to area and talk to people. Like, but for new people, especially, um, there's a lot of nervousness, and it can be well, it can be nerve wracking to go out there and talk to new people. And so, I want to talk about a few strategies that have helped me get over that. Um, and then, well, one like ultimate Trump strategy. It's a little scary, but it's actually works really, really well. All right. So, first thing you have to realize is when you're going out to area knocking doors, or maybe you're not knocking doors, maybe you're just going sales, you have that sales anxiety, um, understand that you're actually not in danger. Um, yes, like your your livelihood is on the line, which is important. Um, but a lot of times when we go into a new situation, just as a human being, because we have like that, that fight or flight, like animal instinct in us still, we are worried that something dangerous is going to happen to us. So that's why anxiety like creeps in, right? Like, Imagine if you got thrown into a lion's den, like you'd have that, like you'd have a huge anxiety spike, right? Um, or like if something like dangerous happened, you'd have, or like you're walking down a dark alleyway and all of a sudden like groups of people like pop up behind you, you have like anxiety. And I think that's the same anxiety people feel when they go out to knock doors. They're like, I'm going to go meet foreign, pe- foreign people. I don't know what's going to happen. Like what's behind door number five? Like, I don't know. And they have these anxiety spikes and uh, just realize that for like sales, there's actually, you're not going to be in, in any danger. Like, yes, like, there, your commission is on the line. And I think that's where most anxiety comes from. Um, but understand like your life isn't in danger. Like you're actually going to have just a fun conversation with like people and you're going to be okay. And now cognitively that makes a lot of sense, but like practically it doesn't. So what I've done over the years is I make it a game. Um, first, and I, just like any game, right? You don't just, it's not just sudden death. Like you win or to lose it, right? There's like points. And you get, as you get more points in the game, as you accumulate more points, you get closer to winning. And so most people like think sales is like, I'm going to either win or lose the sales. Like, no, 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 no. Like 
a sale, like there's certain steps that happen in a sale. And as you like complete those steps and, and rack up points, then you win, right? So my, my first step is, okay, can I get this person to smile and like me? That's my first point. Like, can I get this person to smile and like me? Because usually there's a little like, do I trust? Like they're thinking, do I trust this person or not? And you're probably thinking that too. So my, my first thing is like, can I engage this person in a way that makes them smile and like me? I can. Good. And I usually do that. Like we call this building rapport and most people do it like, I like your hardwood floors. I usually, this is, this is me and I'm not necessarily recommending this, but I usually use sarcasm because it shows I'm, I'm, I'm a rep that's actually like willing to be a little more less, like a little more authentic and real with them. Usually people are only sarcastic with their close friends. So if I'm like a very low level, nice sarcasm, like I, if I show a very low level, nice sarcasm, they start to like not look at me as a sales rep, but it's like, is this guy being like coy with us or like not coy, but like sarcastic? Only my friends are sarcastic. Is this person my friend? And they start to like ask that question instead of this person is a seller or something, this person is my friend, which I'd rather much rather have them be my friend. Okay. And the second one is like, can I get them to sit at a table and have all the decision makers present? That's another point. Right. And then the, the third one is like, can I get them to actually like just enjoy a conversation? Like now they like me now we're at the dinner table. Can we just have a friendly, like engaging conversation that I would have with like any friends at like a dinner table, right? Over, over dinner. That's another point, right? Second, can I get them to like open up about what they're actually wanting? Not just here, I want to save money or I want to get, or I want to make my house look better or whatever you're selling, right? Or I want to get rid of the bugs. Can I actually get them to like open up about what they really want, right? Maybe if you're selling pest control, they're like actually have a fear of spiders, Right, and they're not necessarily going to tell you that because then they're giving you too much information to make the sale too easy. Um, maybe if you're selling solar, they they want savings, but it's actually the save because they just had a huge like tax bill and they need money to help pay down their taxes, right? Or they're trying to get out of debt or something like that, right? And it takes some time and some digging for them to get it. So if I get that thing, that's a win, right? Can I get them to instead of like having a ton of objections, have a ton of like reasons why? And what I mean by that is like some people are like, what if this happens? What if that happens? Right. And that's like kind of a negative thing versus, Hey, this is a benefit. Is that benefit true? Like that's a way different conversation. If I get them to turn, change their mindset to like looking at like certain potential, like obstacles as actual, like as actual stepping stones instead of like an obstacle, that's a win. Right. And so like this last sale that I was in, they were both hesitant. They wanted, they didn't want to make a same day decision, but they, I knew they wanted to do it and they knew they wanted to do it, but they didn't want to be pressured into doing it. And so I said, you know, on a scale of one to 10, where are you at? And they said, we, we like it. We just want to think about it. I said, oh, cool. What do you want to think about? You know, and I said, I'm actually totally cool giving you time. I just want to make sure I know what you need time to think about. So just, yeah, what do you, what do you guys want to think about? And they're like, well, we're, we're worried if our credit's going to pass. Uh, we want to check our credit. I was like, well, actually, we could do that right now and see if you even just get approved. We just need a 650 credit score. I think you guys, I mean, by the looks of it, you, you take care of your things. You already have that. So why don't we just check it? And uh, so here's the loan app right here. We can just do a loan app. It is a hard credit check. And I said that very upfront. This is a hard credit check. It'll check all three bureaus and whichever is the best, it'll it'll keep. So let's let's see what you score. So I just handed over the laptop and they looked, the wife and the husband looked at each other and they smiled and he's like, let's do it, let's do it. And so they, they did the credit check and she's like all nervous and she fills out everything and then she clicks submit, you know, signs the doc and she passes and she's like, she looks at it and it says approved and she tries to hide the smile. She tried to hide the smile. She couldn't though. And she says, we got it. And so I high-fived them both and said, that's awesome. We're going solar. I high-fived them both and said, well, 
I know you guys want to think about it, but it sounds like this is, it feels right. And I'm, I'm more than happy to, but it, so it's up to you if you want to move forward or if I just come back and do the paperwork later. And they're like, they look at each other, they smile like we're doing it. And I'm like, okay, we're doing it, you know, and that, but they needed a step, right? So my point that I earned that was like, instead of closing the deal, just get in to like, see if they pass credit. And that like win for them was enough to get them right over the edge and sell. And then I followed up today to make sure it wasn't a cancel. And they're like, yeah, they like, there are some documents they had finished and they finished them today. Um, well, actually, I, I sent wrong, so I had to resend them. They finished it today, and we're good. You know, and that's another point. It's a point after the game, right, to make sure they're they're locked up because they're actually not locked up until, like, the, the goods are delivered. So that's what I, like, for me to help get over that anxiety of sales is to understand, like, it's not a winner to lose. It's not a sudden death situation. It's a, hey, let's, let I, I want, I need to score enough points to win the game here. And if you score enough points, you're going to win the game, Okay. And that's, that's like, that framework has really helped me like little frame. The framework of little wins has really helped me learn how to get big wins and not be so like have as big as anxiety, um, over like some of the little losses or some of the potential losses that, that actually aren't like life threatening. Okay. So that's the, that's the big secret for this is, is focus on the little wins and that'll really help your anxiety come down and help you move forward with people.